welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, welcome to Etsy Shop Reviews, episode number 100. We have finally made it, and today it's fitting that we're going to be reviewing a viewer-submitted shop with actually not 100 sales, but over 1,000 sales. We get to see what they are doing well, what their customers like, what's working, and see if there's anything they can improve upon as we go through their shop. So let's get to it. All right, the shop we're looking at today is Styletic Designs. I'll link to that in the description in case you guys want to follow along. I do like your uh, banner there. It kind of fades into the default color scheme of your Etsy shop. That's kind of a cool effect there. Uh, 1,288 designs as of recording this and four and a half star average review. So let's check this out. You got a, uh, well, two bestsellers right there. So you have two bestsellers noted right there in the top row of your featured items. Well done there. Looks like you've got a decent number of ornaments going on in your shop. I can't help but wonder if you had like maybe an ornament go viral this past Christmas and maybe you soaked up just a ton of different sales uh, in that span because I don't think ornaments sell that well, you know, outside of Christmas, probably safe to say, probably safe to assume. Um, so yeah, so it looks like these two listings have really soaked up quite a few sales for you. I'm guessing, you know, to earn that bestseller badge, uh, it looks like you've got the stained glass peacock Christmas ornament and the legendary, uh, starry night Van Gogh ornament. Now I have no clue as to the like legality of turning these paintings into print on demand products. I'm not going to judge. But, you know, you guys obviously need to decide what to do with your Etsy shops and, you know what I mean, what's what's okay, what's not, you know, in terms of the gray area. Um, it sucks when you're, you know, if your shop gets closed, which I hope nobody's does, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, jump hoops to jump through to open an account. So keep that in mind. Um, but you've got some really cool graphics here, like venturing a guess that you probably used some AI to generate some of these designs and they look really cool. I mean, and if they're not, and these are original artwork, then man, that is impressive. But either way, um, these ornaments look great. Uh, your price points at 19.99. I mean, it's possible that you forgot to run a sale or if you're charging 20 bucks, I mean, that's also really, um, awesome. You know what I mean? And if you have a bestseller, if you got that bestseller badge here, why not up your prices on those listings at least, right? Or keep a close eye on your competition and, uh, try to make sure that you remain competitive relative to, um, what other people in your space are doing. Um, but yeah, this is really cool. Whatever, you know, AI prompt you are using, keep doing it. Uh, cause the quality of the artwork that it's producing is uh, really high end, you know, with that stained glass window, uh, look and feel and like the polygon animals and stuff. Uh, very cool. Now I do see some of these that have the red text that people have this in their cart. Venturing a guess, it may be hard to close those potential customers given that, you know, it's past, uh, Christmas, but <laughs> good luck, right? And one of the benefits of resetting your sale, right? Resetting your sale is that Etsy, it's not like a hundred percent of the time, but it is often that they will alert, you know, if they have the Etsy app, it may send them a push notification. If they don't, it may send them an email that, Hey, you came to Etsy, you had this product in your cart and now it's on sale. Try to bring them back in to complete their purchase. So I noticed that you're not currently running a sale. I would recommend, um, you know, ideally just resetting your sale every single day. And, uh, that would be a nice way of potentially bringing people back that have added to cart, man, this design, some of these like AI produced, um, 
they're not really 3D, right? This is just creative use of drop shadow in a prompt. But man, this is awesome. Like, I would love to know what prompt you use to do this. Um, we've reviewed some stuff in the past in previous videos where things like phone cases, uh, which by the way, I mean, with these prompts you've got that are killing it, like you may want to consider just extending this to phone cases. I think that you could probably do pretty well. Um, but yeah, this is just super cool. I mean, that looks so real, you know? And I mean, when this is printed in real life, like <laughs> the, the mock-up here, the rendering is probably going to look better than the actual product does in real life, which also could have something to do with why uh, our friend here at Stylistic Designs has a four and a half star review. I'm just guessing. I don't actually know, but um, you know, the print quality versus these, these renderings, um, the print quality tends to fall a little bit short. Uh, almost inevitably, right? Um, but yeah, you, I mean, and hey, if you if you're confident in the ability to generate these designs, you may want to consider doing like custom, like offering custom customizations, personalizations, uh, optional, right? So you could sell this dog ornament and let people opt in to optional personalization and have them tell you their dog breed and color, right? So if you have the breed and the color, theoretically, you could go into your AI, whatever you're using and just tweak the prompt just a little bit and have it produce, you know, a custom output that's close enough to, and I mean, if you're going to do that too, definitely up your prices, I would say, because you're probably gonna have to do some back and forth. But uh, if you're willing to put in that work, I mean, think about it. Like if you really want to make a, like a full-time income, which to me is no less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, like that's the type of extra work you should be willing to do in my mind to make it realistic, to hit that number not that it can't be done otherwise, but like we know personalization offering that is a easier way to justify higher price points and a nice way to set yourself apart from your competition. And not everybody is as good as you at generating these like high end AI graphics. I'm assuming they're AI. I mean, look, you know, let's be real. Um, so I'm just thinking out loud here. Um, but yeah, you need to extend outside of the ornaments. Let's use your sections here on the left hand side fall designs, um, three ornaments and a sweatshirt, Halloween designs, Jim Reaper. I mean, just based on what I'm seeing, it makes me think your shop may have been opened like last year. Um, like maybe around like Halloween. I'm just venturing, a guess. Like if we go to your, you know, the beginning of your shop and look at your sales. Um, yeah, it looks like a kind of a generic print on demand shop. And again, it goes back to like Halloween, you had a Juneteenth shirt sell, so maybe you had it open in like June of last year. But, um, and then you just hit these ornaments super hard. Uh, anybody watching too, I mean, take note. That's 12, um, 1,300 sales, basically all ornaments. Um, this is just showing kind of what you can do with the AI image generation when you, you know, really get good at these prompts. By the way, I plugged the shop into Insight Factory's shop tracker here just to see like some insights. I mean, it's called Insight Factory. So yeah, we're going to get insights here. Um, I'm going to try to refresh this because when I initially plugged it in, it takes a little bit of extra time to go scrape through the data and kind of count the sales, et cetera. Um, you can see Insight Factory right here kind of figured out that the uh, Starry Night uh, listing here is the best seller, uh, even though it's saying only one sale in the last seven days. So again, I mean, yeah, I'm guessing things really fell off after Christmas. I mean, that's, that's not meant to be like a shot at you in any way, shape or form. It just means, you know, pivot into offering products other than ornaments so that you can make sales year round. Think of your Christmas ornaments as kind of testing the waters with what niches and what designs are going to sell. And I already gave you a great idea. Like you can probably convert these into phone cases. Uh, hopefully like you save the original outputs 
and you know you can go ahead and just easily convert that quickly convert it into a phone case as just a low hanging fruit you know start with your best sellers you have at least two uh, but here in insight factory too i was thinking you could even you know etsy gives us a literal duplicate button for listings so you can go into your starry night bestseller just as an example right if you're logged in as the seller you will see a duplicate button at the top in that bar that only the the seller sees hit duplicate and then go over here to insight factory you can click and it'll give you additional insights into the listing, the listing statistics, which I mean is great for, you know, if you're already the seller, you already know this stuff, but down here, it's helping track what um, search terms, what queries that people type into the Etsy search bar that are leading people to your product. And it can go on a product by product basis too. So we can go down to the next one, go down to the next one, but obviously like the ones with more sales data are gonna have uh, more queries leading to this product. And you can try integrating these into, you know, your title, your tags, et cetera. I mean, to me, like if you duplicate the listing, maybe tweak the primary mock-up, double the amount of real estate that you occupy in search results. It, it's not going to probably double your sales, but even if it boosts your sales by 10%, that would be really nice, right? And that's going to cost you, what, 20 cents extra for the listing? So just thinking out loud here, guys, um, what else is there? Sports designs. So you have a couple t-shirts. I think your, you know, the quality of your uh, ornaments was probably a lot better than just at a glance what we're seeing here. So maybe, you know, if you want to pivot into doing some apparel, you know what I mean, which a lot of people are doing on Etsy. So I wouldn't fault you at this point if you didn't want to do apparel. We know that that's like the number one trending thing right now for print on demand is Etsy print on demand and selling T-shirts. So I don't mind you kind of being a little bit contrarian there and doing some other product type. Um, but if you are going to do apparel, you need to do it to a really high degree because the bar is just raised so high. Um, and that's basically it. I mean, the last section you had here was fitness designs and you've got this one uh, listing here, which looks like a print on the back of a t-shirt that says deadlift. Uh, so guys, that's it. Hey, episode 100 is in the books. That puts an end to Etsy print on demand shop reviews. Let me know if you enjoyed this review and this series by leaving a comment on this video. And of course, leave a like for the YouTube algorithm for 100 episodes. And guys, thank you for watching. I'll see you tomorrow with a new top five niches of the week video.